God's yes to peace for the poor and oppressed. From Isaiah 9, chapter 9. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and the peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Amazing Peace by Maya Angelou. Thunder rumbles in the mountain passes and lightning rattles the eaves of our houses. Floodwaters await us in our avenues. Snow falls upon snow, falls upon snow to avalanche over unprotected villages. The sky slips low and gray, threatening. We question ourselves. What have we done to affront nature? We worry, God. Are you there? Are you there really? Does the covenant you made with us still hold? Into this climate of fear and apprehension, Christmas enters, streaming lights of joy, ringing bells of hope, and singing carols of forgiveness high up in the bright air. The world is encouraged to come away from rancor. Come the way of friendship. It is the glad season. Thunder ebbs to silence and lightning sleeps quietly in the corner. Flood waters recede into memory. Snow becomes a yielding cushion to aid us as we make our way to higher ground. Hope is born again in the faces of children. It rides on the shoulders of our age as they walk into their sunsets. Hope spreads around the earth, brightening all things, even hate which crouches breeding in dark corridors. In our joy, we think we hear a whisper. At first, it is too soft, then only half heard. We listen carefully as it gathers strength. We hear a sweetness. The word is peace. It is loud, it is louder, louder than the explosion of bombs. We tremble at the sound. We are thrilled by its presence. It is what we have hungered for. Not just the absence of war, but true peace, a harmony of spirit, a comfort of courtesies, security for our beloveds and their beloveds. We clap hands and welcome the peace of Christmas. We beckon this good season to wait a while with us. We, Baptists and Buddhists, Methodists and Muslim, say welcome, peace. Come and fill us and our world with your majesty. We, the Jew and the Jainist, the Catholic and the Confucian, employ you to stay a while with us. So we may learn by your shimmering light how to look beyond complexion and see community. It is Christmas time, a halting of hate time. On this platform of peace, we can create a language to translate ourselves 
to ourselves and to each other. At this holy instant, we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ into the great religions of the world. We jubilate the precious advent of trust. We shout with glorious tongues at the coming of hope. All the earth's tribes loosen their voices to celebrate the promise of peace. We, angels and mortals, believers and non-believers, look heavenward to speak the word aloud. Peace. We look at our world and speak the word aloud. Peace. We look at each other, then into ourselves, and we say, without shyness or apology or a hesitation, peace, my brother, peace, my sister, peace, my soul. It came upon the midnight clear, that glorious song of old. From angels bending near the earth to touch their harps of gold. Peace on the earth, goodwill to all, from heaven's all-gracious King. The world in solemn stillness lay To hear the angels sing To hear the angels sing And you beneath life's crushing load whose forms are bending low, who toil along the climbing way with painful steps and slow. Look now for glad and golden hours come swiftly on the wing. Oh, rest beside the weary road and hear the angels sing, and hear the angels sing. For though the days are hastening on by prophets seen of old, when circling years shall come the time foretold when peace shall over all the earth its ancient splendors fling the world whole world send back the song which now the angels sing which now the angels sing God's yes to a home among the homeless, as seen in Luke 2, verses 1 through 7. In those days, a decree went out from the Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. 
This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And now let the stable still astonish by Leslie Newland Fields. Let the stable still astonish. Straw, dirt floor, dull eyes, dusky flanks of donkeys, oxen, crumbling, crooked walls, no bed to carry that pain. And then the child, rag-wrapped, laid to cry in a trough. Who would have chosen this? Who would have said, yes, let the God of heaven and earth be born in this place? Who but the same God? Who stands in the darker, fouler rooms of our hearts and says, yes, let the God of heaven and earth be born in this place.
God's yes to good news for the lonely. Luke 2, verses 8 to 14. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. A visit we remember by Frederick Buechner. It was thousands of years ago and thousands of miles away, but it, it is a visit that for all our madness and cynicism and indifference and despair, we have never quite forgotten. The oxen in their stalls, the smell of hay, the shepherds standing around. That child and that place are somehow the closest of all close encounters, the one we are closest to, the one that brings us closest to something that cannot be told in any other way. This story that faith tells in the fairy tale language of faith is not just that God is, which God knows is a lot to swallow in itself much of the time, but that God comes, comes here in great humility. There is nothing much humbler than being born, naked, helpless, not much bigger than a loaf of bread, but with righteousness and faithfulness, the girdle of his loins. And to us came, for us came. Is it true? Not just the way fairy tales are true, but as the truest of all truths. Almighty God, are you true? When you're standing up to your neck in darkness, how do you say yes to that question? You say yes, I suppose, the only way faith can ever say it, if it is honest with itself. You say yes with your fingers crossed. You say it with your heart in your mouth. Maybe that way we can say yes. He visited us. The world has never been the same since. It's still a very dark world, in some ways darker than ever before, but the darkness is different because he keeps getting born into it. The threat of Holocaust, the threat of poisoning the earth and sea and air, the threat of our own deaths, the broken marriage, the child in pain, the lost chance. Anyone who has ever known him has known him perhaps better in the dark than anywhere else because it is in the dark where he seems to visit most often. The first Noel the angel did say was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay, in fields where they lay keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so deep. Noel, 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 
King of to joy for all. I'm reading from Luke 2, 15 through 20. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told to them about the child. And all who heard it were amazed at what shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as, as it had been told them. And this is First Coming by Madeline Langle. He did not wait till the world was ready, till men and nations were at peace. He came when the heavens were unsteady and prisoners cried out for release. He did not wait for the perfect time. He came when the need was deep and great. He dined with sinners in all their grind, turned water into wine. He did not, he did not wait till hearts were pure. In joy he came to a tarnished world of sin and doubt, to a world like ours of anguish, shame. Anguish, shame he came, and his light would not go out. He came to a world which did not mesh to heal its tangles, shield its scorn. In the mystery of the world, made flesh the maker of the stars were born. We cannot wait till the world is the same to raise our songs with joyful voice, for to share our grief, to touch our pain. He came with love, rejoice, rejoice. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the earth, the Savior reigns. Let all their songs employ. While fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains, repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy, repeat, repeat the sounding joy. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of 
of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders wonders of his love it is around this table where we experience the depth the breadth of God's yes to us God's yes to welcoming us and embracing us and drawing us toward God's self so that we can live lives that are full of the love that we have received. And so we come around this table and many of us may operate in places or in, in circles or in, in other uh, uh, times and wonder if we are really welcome, if this invitation is really for us, if we are really enough, but on this night and at this table, the yes is true for each and every one of you. Christ sets this table for you. The Christ who came to be one of us and emptied himself so that we may know the depth of God's love for us. This table is God's yes to you. On the night in which he was betrayed, Jesus took bread he blessed it and he broke it. And he gave it to them and said, Take and eat. This is my body which is broken for you. And likewise, after the supper, he took a cup. And when he had given thanks for it, he poured it out and he shared it with them. And he said, Drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for you and for many. For the forgiveness of sins. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saying yes. Thank you for saying yes. And as we eat of this bread that represents your body, give us the nourishment that will make us say yes. Yes to you, yes to your word. Yes, Lord, yes. Holy God, let us fill your presence as we share this cup on this holy night. By the power of your Holy Spirit, Unite us with Christ and all who share it. Give us the courage to be your people, to show your justice, your grace, your mercy, and to be a part of the transformation of this world. As we celebrate the birth of the baby who became the savior of the world, help us to continue to say yes to you in the same way that you say yes to us. In the name of the one who taught us to pray, we say, Amen. As we receive the bread and the cup, the deacons will come down the center aisle and they will dismiss you by a row. You are invited to come forward down the center aisle, take a piece of bread and dip it in the cup and return to your seat by the side aisle. If you need gluten-free communion bread, there is gluten-free crackers available um, for you. There are offering baskets placed on the side aisles as you return to your seats. If you wish to make an offering, you may do that there. If you're visiting with us tonight, you may be wondering if this yes really means yes. All are welcome at this table. Yes, it really means yes. All are welcome at the table we set in this place. Let us receive the body of Christ. <laughs> 